0: Hi, Stacy. Hey, Kathy. Are we GHing? Please, please, yes, please. Woohoo!
1: All right, we are on season 61. <laughs> it's a great Already start. We're it. off to a great start. Oh, Welcome to e- season
0: two of Are We GHing?
1: Episode
0: 84 through 88. I, I don't know if this is controversial or not, but I'm going to go
1: mediums. Oh, no, I disagree heartily.
0: That's okay. You okay. To your opinion. But... I get to set it this week and I'm saying medium.
1: <laughs> I like You're I'm the boss. Crazy. You, you may get to decide the spoilers, but I get to do our first happening, and I have probably not cried this much in a long time at a show. So thanks, General Hospital. I appreciate you for just forcing all of that (laughs) snot out of me. But probably the most important happening this week was the episodes around Bobby's funeral and then the following episode with regards to the quest that Carly and Felicia go on. I think maybe, and obviously this is not so much my happening as our happening, so feel free, but the actual lead up to, and including the, the ceremony was, was beautifully done. And there were so many sweet call outs to just logical human being response. Like, are you ready? Nope. And then the, the actual statements that, that people made Laura's and Scotty's and Liz's, and it's just very well done, not over the top. Um, nobody had a fainting spell. Everybody seemed very respectful of the human being that they were missing.
0: I loved the scene between Tracy and Lucy leading up to the yeah service.
1: Yeah, I really Tracy liked was on her best behavior. I mean, let's all Tracy was really
0: emotional and human, and very like showing that vulnerable side of her. But I like that. Lucy's like, no, I can't deal with you. And she's like, I just want a truce for today.
1: Yeah. And Lucas's face, he, I think, was very compelling to watch how he dealt with his grief. It was nice to see him, but it was also agonizing to kind of watch him come to grips with the loss of his mom. There were just really nice things said. But during the ceremony, this... Lady kind of draws Maxie's attention. She introduces herself to her. She says, I am a reporter for the Associated Press. Maxie is like, it's not the the wrong word is like attracted, but she's like magnetically kind of drawn to this person. She finds out what she's writing a story about Bobby and then forces Felicia and Carly to sit down and hear her out. And upon hearing that, they that bobby was working for a charity that helped the victims of human trafficking i loved felicia's line where she says leave it to bobby to be saving the world as her side hustle (laughs) (laughs) which was great but then they find out per this lady that there's a girl that bobby was helping that you know she doesn't know the outcome of that it was fairly dangerous and so carly decides To try to help enlists Tracy's help and then ends up flying to Amsterdam with Felicia, which was so fun. And because it was all happening in one episode, I just loved it. We didn't have the somewhere in Greenland for two weeks. But regardless of that, they get out there, they meet with the contact. They end up realizing that Bobby put the girl up in Luke's cabin in Canada. They go to the cabin and that scene... Well, before they get there, they run into a moose, right? (sighs) (laughs) And as they're fixing the tire, which I loved, it wasn't like, oh, poor us. It was, we got to fix the the tire.
0: But they got an accident avoiding the moose.
1: Okay. And then they, yeah. And then they, they collectively fix the tire in the process of doing it, Felicia and Carly finally have the conversation around, you know, hey, my mom forgave me you know, Maxie forgave you. I think we have more in common than not at this point. And can we be friends? And that was lovely. Obviously I'm not saying it as poetically as that whole scene was, but the scene was quite nice.
0: I agree. I really liked their coming together and I like how they owned up to their feelings. Like Felicia's like, I was here when you came to town and slept with your mom's husband and that, you know, like I watched her, she's my best friend. And Tony was my family too. And I, I know that she forgave you, but I had to watch it and it's been hard. And then Carly was like, it's not all you. She's like, you left Maxie and I love Maxie and Maxie forgave you, but I was bitter. Um, So they, they kind of owned their own mistakes and called out like what was
1: happening then they, they, you know, instead of just walking up to the store and having the girl go, oh, yeah, you're here to save me. They did another, they made a, another realistic choice, which was, I don't trust you. I'm going to hit you with a shovel. And then once she realized she was safe, she collapses in Carly's arms, which was beautiful. Ultimately, when they come back, this is, I think, where While they're gone, you know, Maxie is having people come in to talk to the reporter to tell them about how wonderful Bobby is or how not wonderful Bobby is. I mean, those were very realistic, not realistic, but, you know, they were very frank conversations. And Lucy, I thought, really delivered a wonderful line with regards to if you can be measured by your enemy or your foil, you know, what a lucky person she was, uh, which is an interesting way to look at it. You know, at the same time, though, Lucy is still plotting against Tracy in some asinine way. So Lucy hasn't really changed.
0: Well, and, you know, Lucy was pissed that Bobby was doing the nurse's ball when she was in hiding.
1: (laughs) And she's kind of owning that about herself. Yeah, she owns it. And she just is a weird individual. But anyway, so they're having all these wonderful conversations. And Maxie is still drawn to this girl, this woman. To the point where when she shows up, she gives her a hug. She's like, I'm not sure why I'm hugging you. Thinking, you know, she's only known this lady for one day. And Did you but, have
0: any inkling of who she was?
1: So uh, so sort of because of those comments. Because first, Felicia's like, you have kind eyes, right? And I did see that before I saw Thursday. Because just so you guys know, my Wednesday was preempted.
0: Oh, uh, I saw the first that a lot of people's like,
1: people were.
0: Because of Pete Carroll's retirement. Arms. People were what? in
1: arms. People were oh, in they arms were.
0: about it. Like, who cares? Why is this breaking news? Like, it was so funny seeing the comments.
1: <laughs> so anyways, so I saw the last 20 minutes of Wednesday before I saw Thursday. And then I finally just saw the the rest of it today. But um, the last 20 minutes is when she says, you have kind eyes. And that line struck me. And then when Maxie hugs her, I'm like, okay, there's something going on. And G.H. does so, have a history of doing this. Yeah, I... I didn't get that. I mean, I get that the, she was somebody. But there was a
0: comment between her and Maxie about moms being great. And, yeah. And she said, yeah, they are. But I didn't put it together that it was BJ. I was like, did Bobby spend so much time in Amsterdam because she had a child in Amsterdam? Like, I went on that like derailment because she, I don't know if they... You know, changed her appearance at all for this episode, but she looked a lot like Bobby. Yeah, the big, eyes, big the big eyes, big round, big eyes, the red hair, yeah. like yeah, uh, skin tone. Anyway, I'm well, sorry. It Please was continue. the
1: original actress, so right, but you know, she was obviously... tiny then. Yeah, and but the they knows hired knows her when she, she was grow. tiny because she looked like Bobby. So who knows? Oh. Yeah, I don't know. But but regardless, the I did sort of realize, but it wasn't until. Lucas was talking to her and he was saying, Hey, my mom didn't like nicknames, but my sister just to annoy her would constantly call me champ. And it was kind of this throwaway little, you know, story. Ha ha ha. After they come back, they're kind of discussing the whole, I think they're in Kelly's, but they're looking at the new sign and you kind of also like get the feeling of what she's going to do. And I was hoping, I was like, please change it to Bobby's, please change it to Bobby's. And then, Lucas says goodbye and he walks out. Oh, and this was the one that just did me in because he sees her, the reporter. He's like, hey, everybody's looking for you. Thanks for everything. And she says, anytime. And he turns around and then you just wanted her to call him champ. I mean, I was like, please call him champ. And when she did, I just burst into tears. I couldn't hold it back. So when he turns around and she's not there, and then at the same time, Felicia is realizing it because she's been calling trying to find this person at the AP and that person doesn't exist. Maxie realizes it at the same time. And it's just like, whoa. So in a sense, like we were grieving Bobby through the living, which is really the truth of everything, right? You don't like... Losing someone is very, very hard, but seeing the impact on those that are still there is what really tears you up inside. And to have like this ghost come back and help this woman who is in Canada all by herself, but also in a sense, let everybody know that Bobby's going to be okay or something. I don't even know what she was doing, but it was wonderful. I was a weepy, hysterical mess. So I, you know, it was really well done. I, I love the fact that she renamed Kelly's Bobby's. I love the fact that Liz painted the sign. I liked the reconciliation between Carly and Felicia. I loved little things too, like I loved the fact that Sunny was sitting there in an aisle with Dante, Sam, Alexis, and Christina. I don't know why, but I loved that. I loved the little kind of
0: throwaway scene between Felix and Lucas. Mm -hmm. It was, I thought it was really sweet. And, you know, Felix is saying, you know, the choreographer would go home and your mom would be like, okay, we got this.
1: We don't need him. Let's go. It was just really sweet. It was, it was really well done. After I finished Thursday's episode, I was completely weeping and Stacy texted me and said, okay, I'm about to watch Wednesday. Beth sent us an email. I think I'm going to need tissues. And I just called her right away. And I was like-
0: She was I, like clearly still sobbing.
1: Like I was still she sobbing. Sounded,
0: she sounded terrible. I was like, oh my God, what happened? What
1: is happening? Yeah. And I said, it's not only Wednesday. Thursday is a killer. And then it stayed with me for the entire- Day, like the next day to the point where I was talking to a friend of mine who hasn't watched GH in a really long time. I told her all about this. She watched it and called me crying that night. And then this morning I woke up and she said, I told my mother to watch it because she hasn't watched it in a really long time. So I was like, I think, you know, Hey, I'm spreading the word, the gospel of GH to other people. But at the same time, it was, I mean, I felt it guys. (laughs) It was hard. That's my happening. I agree that they did a really nice job. I
0: like that it was, what did I read about it? That it's, it's like the angel came to walk her after the fact. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And it was nice. All right. Take us to a new haps. I keep going back and forth, but I'm going to go with Sunny orders Dex to kill Cyrus. (laughs)
1: because Jason's not there. And you okay, you go. It's your happening. Keep going.
0: Dex tries to talk Sonny out of it, like, look, I don't I don't think this is going to go well for you. I don't think it's a good plan. And I wonder if Jason returning will change the outcome of this or not. I I just I don't know, but Dex is he tried so hard and he just looks stricken. You know, he has been Sonny's go-to guy. And Sonny's like, if you do this, you're mine for life. Basically, you have my support and forever. Dex is broken and he knows Sonny is not in his right mind. And Sonny basically pulls his trump card and says, Joss is forever going to be in danger while this man is alive. And then Dex is frantically ca- trying to call Joss, who's dealing with her own mini trauma and... He's like, no matter what happens, I love you. And then you see Nina and he sees Nina going off to Cyrus's room. And I wonder where that's going to end up. But he that's basically
1: he gets a little bit a little reprieve because Nina goes in. So my question is, is Nina going to go in and try to get Cyrus to drop the charges? And is Dex going to then think, oh, well, I don't need to kill him now. Or is Dex going to realize that it's charges or no charges, Sunny's request to kill somebody, is kind of like this? I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go.
0: I mean, it ties into, I, I think it would probably end up being amusing, but it could also just be part of this. Because Cyrus didn't want to press charges initially. At all. Dante did it on his behalf. So it's not really Cyrus that brought this to the cops. And so I don't I don't really know where that's going to go. But we see at the end of Friday, Robert is giddy to take Sonny down. And Diane's like, you know, what about your future? What does it look like? She's like, whatever it is, it's not with you.
1: Yeah, because effectively, Robert is saying the world is a better place without Sonny. And he's blind to the fact that Diane really likes Sonny. So, I thought that was a terrible blind choice by the writers there. Because, I, I, actually, we can talk about that separately. But I don't like the fact that they just split them up before they even got started. Because with Alexis also, like, and Gregory deciding to be just friends, my whole dreams of double dates were completely dashed.
0: Well, and I don't actually know... I mean, I guess we'll see where it goes, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they're broken up. It's They're broken up if Robert is just going to pursue Sonny at the cost of everything else. And that's really where Diane was coming at him. She was like, this is, you know, you don't even know if Cyrus is going to press charges. He's like, I don't care. We don't need Cyrus. We have DNA. And he was just, he just kept going and going. And Robert's not great at self-reflection, but
1: this is his last chance. I mean, it's kind of why he's lost all of his women. Well, I think I think they're done. That was my impression. That that was it. I mean, you never know. They could try it again. But it was like, it was too weird and gross. I didn't like it. But I do think that in, if Jason was there, what would happen is Jason would walk in. Sonny would say Cyrus. Jason would go, yep, I got it. Leave and go kill the guy. It's like the whole... This whole having a conversation is very much because he doesn't have Jason. Jason just blindly did it. And that was part of why Sam broke up with Jason was because of that blind devotion.
0: This is Dex's true
1: turning point here.
0: I feel like Jason, at least during the years that I've watched it, he also, he would go do it. But he would also say when he thought it was wrong. Like if it was really he just thought it was gonna blow up and, and he's he was clear like I don't I don't know this is the best idea but I got you
1: because their relationship had lasted longer I guess I don't know I just think it's I I don't think Dex has gone over the hill yet I think oh, this no, is, for this sure, is no. the over the hill moment and, and once he goes over the for, hill
0: is he still working for Michael
1: like he's supposed to be there to protect Sonny and that sort yeah. of yeah But I honestly, like, this is what I'm I'm basically saying is once he does this, he becomes effectively Jason. But since we know Jason's coming back, maybe he doesn't do this. Maybe Josh stops him. Don't do it, Dex. I wish you could see me because my head was flipping back and forth as if I had long (laughs) blonde hair. Don't do it. It's your turn. Okay. My happening is Spencer realizes Esme remembers because she calls him Spence and He is thrilled. I mean, giddy and thrilled. Doesn't know what to do with the information goes home and is like, Oh,
0: yeah. He calls her on it. And a different point in the conversation too. He's like, how do you, you're remembering like, how do you know I'm, I've always gotten away with things.
1: Yep. That's it. That's my happening. I'm excited.
0: I guess I'll just go with Curtis wakes up from surgery. It seems like everything went well, but we don't know if what it's going to be. But in the midst of that, there's still some family dynamics going on, including but not limited to Trina's parents trying to manipulate her behind the scenes about going to Paris with
1: Spencer. I agree with them. She should go by herself.
0: I think she presented it incorrectly because she is going by herself. But she is also like Spencer is going to visit her regularly. He's not a hundred percent there because he does want to spend time with his brother. So I just don't think she It's not how I would have spun it to my parents.
1: Ooh. Well, this is teaching those out there that have something to tell their parents. Stacy's way. Speaking I mean, of Stacy's way.
0: I, I just like that's what they talked about. Like he wants her to go and He has a lot of time to visit because he doesn't live with his brother. But then Curtis is like, if Esme goes to jail, Spencer's not going at all. Which is valid. Okay.
1: Are we ready for fashion? Yes. Fashion first. I just want to say, Josh's orange sweater in Friday's episode, primo. Loved it. Oh. I liked uh, Diane's outfit on Friday. Uh, I also liked Ava's outfit with the big white fur coat, uh, and I hated Nina's. I loved the sweater
0: Liz was wearing when she came to Kelly's to sit down with Carly and be close to Bobby.
1: She looked very snuggly. I liked Lucy's dress and Carly's dress for the funeral. I liked Lucy's sleeves. It was that sheer top with those kind of striped sheer sleeves. It was quite beautiful. There
0: was a lot of sheer sleeves at that funeral.
1: Maybe Harley's a little sheer too.
0: I liked Liz's funeral dress. Mm. She very often has like these deep, giant V shirts that I am always afraid she's going to sort of have a fashion accident. But this was not that. She, I, I just really liked it. <laughs> this
1: was not a fashion accident. <laughs> okay, it so. was not.
0: It was like a high neck,
1: higher neck, and fitted. It, it just was appropriate. I liked it. Okay, so fashion accident, probably number one of the week, was Ava's outfit as she came in to press charges on poor Esme. And that fur outfit with the short mini skirt, I mean, it smacked of like New Jersey real life housewife kind of vibes. I was like, wow, wow, bad and also good at the same time.
0: Sasha was still wearing that horrible red abomination on Monday. I did not care for it still.
1: Okay, my last negative comment, and this is highly controversial. So like, you know, bring it on if anybody disagrees. Esme's hair is now taken on for me a life of its own. It is so long and so thick that when they do a behind her shoulder shot, all you see is her hair. I was so sidetracked during her conversation with Spencer. I was like, how does she keep it so straight? Why is it so long? And then I would realize I'm not listening to a word they're saying. I'm just looking at her goddamn hair.
0: As somebody with stick straight hair, that is not a real problem for me. But
1: how (laughs) does it stay so straight? Yeah, but now you're going to be looking at how long and luxurious her hair is and being like, why? I just, I'm telling you, it was a lot. That's all I got for fashion.
0: All right. Shall we muse? Musings. I did not like the quick breakup of Gregory and Alexis. Agreed. He was too quick to say it was out of pity for her and she would have done it if he wasn't dying. And she was like, that's just not really a fair thing. We're in a different situation. And he's pretty much just saying he's not worthy of, of a relationship right now, which is bullshit. I do love that he came in, and Alexis is like, "I think we should get certified to jump alone," <laughs> after like not wanting to do it. I loved her excitement level, and Gregory just came in and like killed the vibe. Did not care for it. Zero stars.
1: <laughs> well said. <laughs> I have nothing to expand on. <laughs> I did not like how Nick dropped his whole path of questing against Esme as soon as he found out she was possibly going to jail tells Ava, well, I guess it's time for me to leave. I love you, my darling. Touches her cheek. And then she's like, oh, I'm so sad to see you go. And then he promptly goes to Laura's house, knocks on the door, not really knowing yeah. who's going to answer the door. So effectively, he's saying, I'm back, bitches. Yeah, it was very confusing. I did like the
0: kind of the throwaway bit that Ava said, I'm really glad you I didn't kill you. And he's like, this is the nicest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> That was cute. It was cute. Marshall and Stella's situation is still confusing to me. And we're going back to the, are they forcing this relationship or not?
1: And where is Phyllis? Agreed. My last musing is about Sasha having put her hair instead of Cody's for the DNA. That has to come back to bite her at some point. She's in it deep now, whether she knows it or not.
0: And what will happen with Adam? What will happen with Adam? He, he like f- completely freaks out, and they're like, "It's confidential. You don't understand. My parents required I give them my password." It was a good scene with him and Joss before the 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 RA came in, and he sort of lost his shit. And he's just like, "I'm not strong enough. I know I can do this, but I'm I I'm just not strong." enough. It's sad. Where is that going to go? I don't
1: know. And I just, I don't trust Joss
0: from talking to Dex who is about to commit murder.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Well said. And on that note, (laughs) thanks for listening guys. We really appreciate you. This
0: crazy episode
1: of are we changing? Please reach out to us. Send us a note. We love all your comments. Have a great one. Bye. Bye.